Hey, welcome to Out of the Old. My name is Khalid Abdo, and this is my project teaching and empowering youth about wellness through slam poetry and storytelling. In this podcast, you'll hear about mindsets, mantras, and lessons that have helped me navigate through life and shaped how I view the world. Come on. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the podcast. After a brief break to work on college apps, speech season, and a bit of poetry season, I'm back, and I'm excited to be making episodes again. But before we get into this one, here's your reminder that you have intrinsic worth as a person, and nothing you do can diminish that, and you don't need to do something extraordinary to be worthy of love. By simply being, you matter, you have value, and you are worthy of being loved. With that being said, let's segue into this episode, which was inspired by Mark Manson and his book, The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F. And the chapter that this is inspired by is actually inspired by the stories of Buddha. So it's kind of cool how the same perspective can be informed from different sources. The title reads, It's Inevitable, So Embrace It. And it, in this case, is suffering. Yes, I'm aware that sounds terribly sadistic, but hear me out. There is no life we can lead without suffering in some form and trying to avoid that suffering only makes matters worse. So let's start at the tail end of that phrase, because there's a lot to unpack there. I never understood how avoiding suffering could cause more pain in the long run, until a few weeks ago. I was sitting at this bookshelf slash desk I have in my room, working on some homework, and I got a little sidetracked and was trying to balance on the back legs of my chair, so I'm kind of rocking, trying to support my center of gravity like a good AP physics student, right, right? And of course, I lose balance. So I tip back in my chair. Now, freeze frame on the free fall. And it's important to note, I've fallen backwards in this chair countless times. I've literally practiced falling backwards safely in this chair. I very well knew what was going to happen, but the feeling of falling is so uncomfortable. So to avoid that, I instinctively reached out to the corners of my bookshelf slash desk and pulled myself up. Thankfully, I had my moment of triumph and was able to do it, but in a flash, I'm reminded of this PSA I saw warning about how easily freestanding bookshelves can fall on children. And, you know, the PSA demonstrated this by dropping a freestanding bookshelf on a ragdoll. And here it dawns on me, this bookshelf very well could have fallen on me, and I very well could have been that ragdoll from the PSA. And I was just crazy lucky in that moment. So, after that, the idea clicked. Avoiding suffering will only cause more pain. In this case, the, quote, suffering is the discomfort of falling backwards. But as I tried to avoid that, I nearly dropped the bookshelf on myself. I learned the lesson quite literally, but suffering and pain don't always present themselves that way. For example, let's say you actively avoid relationships for your entire life because you don't want to suffer heartbreak. Understandable, but while you may succeed in avoiding heartbreak, Pain presents itself as the loneliness and isolation of not having those relationships. Now, this isn't to say that we need romantic relationships, but that going to lengths to avoid possible pain will only cause more pain later on. Another one. Recall that show Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide. I distinctly remember this one episode where Cookie, one of the three protagonists, gets his fortune read by the lunch lady. And she says something along the lines of, you're going to be creamed, crushed, mashed, and black-eyed and Cookie interprets this as he's going to end up in a fight somehow. So, to protect himself, he begins wearing a full suit of knight's armor for the week. You know, which is an understandable response. 
Okay, so I can't remember the middle of the episode because this is like a one-off subplot in an early 2000s show, but the big dramatic irony at the end of the episode was that there was no fight and the lunch lady was just forecasting lunch for the next day. Creamed corn, something crushed, mashed potatoes, and black-eyed peas. Right, like, it's really clear in hindsight, but when you're in middle school, like, this makes sense. Like, he's gonna end up in a fight. So, ultimately, Cookie ended up getting more hurt from wearing the suit of armor than he would have in a fight. And thus... Trying to avoid suffering only brings more upon us. Now, onto the idea that suffering is inevitable. I think we all know this deep down, which might be why escapism is so prevalent in the media. From movies to music to social media feed, it's everywhere. Oftentimes, these escapist worlds we enter are perfect places void of problems, stressors, and worries. Don't get me wrong, I love some good escapism, and arguably it can be good for us in moderation. But when we accept suffering as inevitable, we don't have to run from it as much. Accepting it affords us the ability to choose what's worth suffering for. It sounds sadistic on the surface, but hear me out because understanding and accepting this can help us lead more fulfilling lives. And the saying, suffering isn't necessarily physical pain. You know, it's not like you break your arm and I'm going to laugh. Ha ha, suffering's inevitable, there's nothing to feel bad about. No, <laughs> this idea isn't a way to undermine bad things by calling them inevitable. That's just pessimism, and that is a pest you don't need in your life. Rather, quote, suffering refers to the daily struggles that come with living life. It could be the stress from work, the stairs to fourth period, the dishes after cooking your favorite meal, spilling dirt from your houseplants, or your pet breaking something. I know it's kind of melodramatic to call these trifles suffering, but I digress. This episode is about accepting that there will always be struggles in our lives, but rather than wishing they weren't there or trying to avoid them, we accept that these struggles are inevitable and choose what's worth suffering for. That's where it becomes empowering. The idea that we get to look at things and decide if we are willing to suffer for them is powerful. And I believe by accepting this, it gives us the courage to act decisively. For example, if you had your dream job, there would certainly be times when you'd get stressed or overwhelmed from the work. But it's a dream job because even though you will experience that, you believe the work is fulfilling and worthwhile. If the stress is inevitable, I'm going to stress about things I care about. The same goes for relationships. There isn't this perfect partner out there who once you find, you enter a problemless relationship. Rather, the quote perfect partner is someone who is willing to work through those problems with you because they value having you in their life. Working through conflicts healthily gets us to listen to each other and helps us grow closer. The dream of a life with no problems, struggles, or suffering is so appealing, but it isn't real. And this fact shouldn't turn us into pessimists or sadists or cynics, but instead teach us to question if we are suffering for things we find worthwhile. Personally, I love literature, so I find the quote, suffering of the AP classwork to be worth it. Of course I get stressed when I procrastinate my work, but that doesn't mean I don't enjoy doing it. Like, doing a moment sheet at 11pm? Oh my god, brilliant. So good. Terrible for my sleep schedule and my health, but I'm definitely enjoying writing about Othello right now. Now, say you don't like literature. The suffering of doing that work wouldn't be worthwhile for you. So instead, you take a different English class and use the time you saved to suffer through the AP Chem work which you love. Another example. I love marching band, so I'm willing to suffer through all 40 hours of band camp. And I love speech, so I'm willing to suffer through the whole day meets. However, I don't love organized sports enough to suffer for them, and so I don't. 
and that's okay too. We are individuals with our own interests, and regardless of where those interests lie, suffering is inevitable, so we embrace it and choose what is worth suffering for. Ultimately, we can use this idea to see past rose tints and look at possible futures more objectively. When applying for a service job, I might ask, how do things look during rush hour? When looking at colleges, I might ask, what's the atmosphere like during final season? When taking on a new responsibility, I might ask, how have people previously dealt with the increased workload? Then I can turn and ask myself, are those things I'm willing to suffer for? Now, for the most concise recap I will ever give in my life, it's inevitable. So, embrace it. With that being said, we've reached the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed what you heard and that it made you think. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel and blog if you want to hear more from me. The links are in the podcast description. And until next time, keep growing.